Hello and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble podcast. We're currently down the sidelines. Um, we've Troy at the moment, uh, Luke at the moment. How are you, mate? Good. I can't hear shit because it's pretty loud, but uh, we're doing what we can. Yes. Uh, we've, usually we've got a board table to set up on, but uh, this week, can you explain what what our setup is? Uh, so we've got a laptop half hanging off a little round bar table, um, and there's wires all over the floor, and we're in the corner. But it's good because the place is full, so I'm happy to put up with that for one night. Yeah, we've got about uh, 60-odd people here. Uh, it should be a good night. We're about to get started. Glenn is uh, running the show. We've got some great prizes from the Mariners, so it should be a good night. There is a guy here in a Melbourne City shirt. There's a guy in a Wellington shirt as well. And a Knicks shirt. Morrow's pointing at me to... Prize on here. This is a silent auction. Explain that to me. It's a silent auction, so people put down their name and how much money... Aaron's scared because he's got to try and organise stuff. At the p- bottom here. You write the prize at the top, and they can see what the prize is, and they can bid on it. Should we go through the prizes and thank people? Uh, we're, okay, so we've got a silent auction is the box on New Year's Eve. Uh, we're going to have a live auction for a um, championship winning jersey. It's a corporate box worth, what, two and a half grand? Yeah, two and a half grand, yeah. From so the club. Thanks to the so club thanks for to the club. Uh, first prize is going to be 20 tickets to uh, the Brisbane match. Brisbane, yep. Second prize is going to be 10 tickets to uh, the New Year's Eve match. And third place, uh, thanks to uh, East Gosford Time Massage, a $70 voucher for that. So Thanks to Jim. Jim, yeah, yep. Jim from the forum. You right, Fred? Yes, I'm fine, thank you. I see that you've pressed record, so... Yeah, we're recording. Still going. He doesn't have a team, so he's a bit nervous. So the first question was about Morrow, so... I think Glenn just said we're not genuine football. So, um, unfortunately, the first question is about us. That's yeah. not a good one. No, I think there's like one person in the room that probably Whoever, listens to What us. was the result of the first ever A-League Grand Final? What was it? Oh, Sydney. Yeah. Sydney over us, 1-0. Yeah. Do you know who got the um, player of the match? Uh, uh, Steve Croker. No. No? He's, he sh- scored though, didn't been, he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. No. It should have been Beecham, but the marquee of Sydney got it instead. York. Huh? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Dwight York. No, that was going to be one of my questions, but it didn't get used. If anyone's really confused, Josh is speaking without a microphone. That's yeah, who Jimmy's so we've only got to. two mics tonight because limited space. So I couldn't fit my mixer in. What's the matter, Moro? He's just he's giving me a weird look. I think he's having fishing withdrawals. <laughs> He'd rather be fishing. Ear problems. I can't hear a word you're saying. That's, well, you are yeah, old. That's well, that's you're the old. problem. And you are, you are very, see, I can barely see you from You are very place. quiet. Can you, can you hear me at all? Yeah, we can hear you, mate. Just making sure my this mic's score, turned up. <laughs> I remember that grand final like yesterday. We've just answered all those. You right, Fred? Yes, I'm fine, thank you. I see that you've pressed record, so... Yeah, we're recording. Still going. He doesn't have a team, so he's a bit nervous. So the first question was about Morrow, so... I think Glenn just said we're not genuine football. 
the two teams involved. Cheers. And uh, any guys who are working out better if you win. So, um, unfortunately, the first question is about us. That's yeah. not a good one. No, I think there's like one person in the room that Whoever, probably to What us. was the result of the first ever A-League Grand Final? What was it? Oh, Sydney. Yeah. Sydney over us, 1-0. Yeah. Do you know who got the um, player of the match? Uh, uh, Steve Croker. No. No? He's, he scored sh- though, didn't been, he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. No. It should have been Beecham. But the marquee of Sydney got it instead. York. Huh? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Dwight York. No, that was going to be one of my questions, but didn't get used. If anyone's really confused, Josh is speaking without a microphone. That's yeah, who Jimmy's so we've only got to. two mics tonight because limited space. So I couldn't fit my mixer in. What's the matter, Moro? He's just he's giving me a weird look. I think he's having fishing withdrawals. <laughs> rather be fishing. Ear problems. I can't hear a word you're saying. That's, well, you are yeah, old. That's well, that's you're the old. problem. You are, you are very, I can barely see you from You are very point. quiet. Can you, can you hear me at all? Yeah, we can hear you, mate. Just making sure my mic's cool. turned up. Two teams involved and I remember that grand final like yesterday. We've just answered all those. <laughs> Question five is multiple choice. Who's the only footballer who's played in all three of these derbies? The Merseyside derby, the Northeast derby, the Birmingham derby. So Merseyside. I'm on. God damn, that's that's tough. The how is on? Is it multiple choice? Everyone can hear the how now. A. Stan Collymore, B. James Milner, C. Emil Heskey. Oh, Heskey, Heskey time. Um, and D. Gary's B. So the question is. Well, Colly, Collymore played for Liverpool. Who is the only footballer to play in the Merseyside, Northeast, and Birmingham derbies? So Milner's played for Liverpool. He played for Aston Villa, and he what's, played for City. What's what's the Northeast derby? Isn't that Ma- Manchester New- derby? Oh, Newcastle Sunderland. Sunderland. Isn't that the Tynewee? That's the Tynewee derby. What was, what was the question, mate? Isn't that the Tynewee derby? Sunderland Newcastle. Maybe it's just called the Northeast. I don't know. I'm gonna. I, I want to go with Heskey because didn't Heskey go to Birmingham when he went back overseas at some stage? I think so. Yes. I'm gonna go with Heskey. I, I miss Heskey. He I, I, I vaguely remember seeing Milner in a villager jersey. I've seen. He's obviously he plays for Liverpool now. Mm. Has he ever played for? I don't New, think he's ever played. Has for he played? Birmingham, didn't though. he play for Newcastle? Milner. I think. I think it might be Milner. Very early on, maybe. Because I think his, his junior career was Newcastle, then he went to Villa, then it was City and now Liverpool. I'm going to stick with Heskey. I'm going to go James Milner. Fatih's over there shaking his head. I think he's struggling. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure about Gary Speed. No. I don't, I, all, I know, all I know about Stan Collymore is Liverpool, so there was a choice between B and C. Which player it's holds be, the record be our mate. for playing the most A-League clubs? I can. It's got, it's, it's got to be ready. I can tell. Oh, is it Cernak? I can tell by Glenn Small. How does Cernak come up on that? Cernak has eight, didn't he? What's well, ready? Ready's at seven. Well, Cernak played for North Queensland yeah. as well, so that's an extra one. 
I'm I'm tossing up between Cernak and Reddy. Either of those two have got to be right. I can't think of anyone else who's had so many clubs. Because Reddy's what he's done: Queensland Raw slash Brisbane Raw, Mariners, Sydney, Jets. Wellington, Jets, Perth, Perth. Now, yeah, Western Sydney. Just like that. Yeah, that's what six or seven. We didn't we didn't count it as we said the team names. No, I haven't got enough room to move my arms to count. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty squashy in here. Oh, it's good. It's it's good. It's all sold out. Aaron's looking at me funny. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to go with Reddy. Surely. Oh, I'll go. I'll just be different to you. I'll go Cernak, but I think it is Reddy. Oh, I'm back in the seat. We, we this keep, is like we, cricket commentary. We keep, we keep swapping and changing, yeah. yeah. And there's, the, and the there's, a, there's a change in the box. Commentators oh, now. Oh, no, this are, is ABC, mate. ABC cricket commentary is ace. Don't they change like every half hour? Yeah, every so many overs, I think, or something like that. Well, that's got to be Gold Coast. The question is, which A-League it's club not gro- holds... No, it's not. This was actually one of my questions I wrote up before coming the record here. for the lowest home ground attendance. The lowest home ground attendance ever is 1,003 by North Queensland against Brisbane Rule. Okay. Well, it, it, it's, it's handy when you're the one that writes the question. I, d- I didn't write this question. Oh, I wrote something knew. similar to this. You just yeah. knew. Yeah. Well, I immediately thought Gold Coast because they, the, their last season and their crowds, oh, it was just horrible... And people and people give us shit for our home crowds when Gold Coast yeah. were barely cracking four figures. Well, see the thing, I going back to North Queensland, I think they could be successful if they just kept with it. The only problem is that the the, the mining magnet uh, left it. I can't remember his name. Sorry. Yeah, I can't remember his name either. But um, when he pulled out, the money went with it. But they were getting decent crowds. I think they they got decent crowds when they were going well, but they went. It was they didn't go well very much. No. No, but th- there is they, a, there's they a big had, football um, culture up there. They had Fowler. Fowler was their marquee, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, in the first uh, season or two. I can't remember yet. Yeah. Anyway, so this one's definitely North Queensland. Oh, okay. Well, if I was going to guess, it'd be Gold Coast or North Queensland, so either one makes sense. Do you know what it is, Luke? has to be Gold Coast. See, I said nah. the exact same <laughs> thing. It's actually North Queensland. Really? Yeah. I looked it up before I came here. So there's never been an A-League crowd that was three figures? No. I thought there was one that was 780-something. <laughs> and I thought it was the Knights when they were playing away. And the, the yeah, weather was absolute Knights. shit. Alrighty. So Aaron was the answer to uh, question one. We lost the grand final in season one. Well done to the teams who remember that the most recent Australian to win the Champions League title was with the AC Milan in 2000. Oh, Josh. Uh, sitting on the bench, I think, but nonetheless, they'll go Cowards. Josh has got the UEFA Champions League. I thought they went, oh, yeah, thank you. And uh, the Elton John question was Watford. Milner. Oh, Josh again. Josh has got the derby question right with Milner. <laughs> oh, what a stitch up. 
And then he and then he missed from two yards out. So I did get it right, but yeah, it counts on a on a technicality. Most A League clubs. Colleague of his at an unnamed A League club saying it's embarrassing getting that from another pro. That's quite good. Liam Reddy. Yeah, yeah, we knew it. Our mate Redders. Reddy is the answer. Glenn's putting the knife into Reddy. It's very good. There's a reason why he's played for so many clubs, and that's because he's a dick. Uh, which A-League club holds the record for the lowest home ground attendance? Now, the club that holds the record for the lowest attendance is North Queensland Fury. However, that was at Skilled Park on the Gold Coast, so it wasn't their home ground. So the answer is Gold Coast United. Oh, yes. It was Gold Coast. I'd like to say that's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> That's very. That's a big technicality. And Jimmy drops the f bomb. <laughs> Alrighty. So, Aaron was the answer to uh, question one. We lost the grand final in season one. Well done to the teams who remember that the most recent Australian Champions League title was with AC Milan in 2000. Oh, Josh. Josh has got the UEFA Champions League. I thought they went, oh, yeah, thank you. And uh, the Elton John question was Watford. Milner. Oh, Josh again. Josh has got the derby question right with Milner. <laughs> oh, what a stitch up! And then he and then he missed from two yards out. So I did get it right, but yeah, it counts on a on a technicality. Most A League clubs. Colleague of his at an unnamed A League club saying it's embarrassing getting that from another pro. That's quite good. Liam Reddy. Yeah, yeah, we knew it. Our mate Redders. Reddy is the answer. Glenn's putting the knife into Reddy. It's very good. There's a reason why he's played for so many clubs, and that's because he's a dick. Uh, which A-League club holds the record for the lowest home ground attendance? Now, the club that holds the record for the lowest attendance is North Queensland Fury. However, that was at Skilled Park on the Gold Coast, so it wasn't their home ground. So the answer is Gold Coast United. Ah, oh, yes. It was Gold Coast. I'd like to say that's fucked. <laughs> That's very. That's a big technicality. And Jimmy drops the f bomb. <laughs> Thirty-eight games in a Premier League season. So who it's was not. it? It wasn't Kovic. This, oh, it's Alex Tobin. The Central Coast Mariners inaugural assistant manager, Alex Tobin. Wow. Well, I was, didn't know that one. That was the audio question that we all thought was anti-Kovic. Mariners take 
<laughs> the club table didn't get that right. That's bad. No one, no one was there on that table 11 years ago or 12 years ago, though. I don't think Tyson fair. was born, was he? <laughs> Some of, some of those some of those trivia names are outstanding. We got a Bling FC. We've got Coronas. Three Hack Migos is my favourite. The Curly Ruths. They only got half a point, so they're the wooden spooners for the moment. In top spot is the FUs. 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 How do you say it? FUs. So it's what they say when they win. FUs. The second round. Is something that we should know all about. Focusing on the CC Mariners. This beer is very good. Alrighty, Jack Fatty is in the house. How you going, man? How are you? Um, is this normally your day off? It's now I have training this morning, uh, afternoon with the gym. Yeah. But I don't go to Wellington, that's why I'm here. Yeah. We, we go tomorrow morning. How is your injury going? Good, thank you very much. Yeah, very good. Better, yeah. Do you reckon maybe the week after next week? Yeah, it's too short for, for this game this weekend, but uh, I will be ready for the next one. Very good, very good. Um, how, how are you liking your time here so far? Yeah, very nice. My family is very happy. I'm happy to be here with my cousin Michael Tavares and yeah. uh, all the teammates. You know, uh, my team is very young. The team is respectful, and uh, the coach is good too. I like the mentality. The play style is good. So, yeah, I'm happy. As um, as a fullback, do you enjoy the playing style that Ocon's trying to introduce? You know, as a fullback, it's not easy. You know, because uh, there's because there's sort of there's there's I guess there's a lot of pressure on the back four isn't there <laughs> uh, yeah because the coach asked us to not play long ball to try to play technically to play pass short pass sometime and you can see uh, some games before we did some lot of mistakes but uh, game after games is is getting better much better and uh, hopefully it will be good for the next games very good um how do you rate the boys that have gone into your spot um now that you're injured do you think that they've done pretty well they did well, of course. Obviously, uh, the weekend was hard. But yeah, yeah. last weekend was hard, but uh, two weeks ago was good. You know, they're young, and uh, uh, they learn a lot uh, with me. And this is the future of the Mariners, you know. And uh, I'm very proud about what they do out inside the pitch and even outside. They are good guys. So, yeah, of course, I'm, happy. I'm very happy. I don't know what's going on here, but that's right. Um, do you think that um, how hard is it for young players to get that consistency up? Because obviously that's what we need at the moment, isn't it? Because we had a good win against Adelaide, and then we had a poor result against Wellington, then we had a really good result against Perth, and then the poor one against Western Sydney. 
do you think it's sort of more of more of a mental thing at the moment? You know, uh, as uh, as you told uh, as, as you told me, uh, the team is very young. You know, and we need to they need to play more games and to be like uh, more focused in training and train hard and play more games in A League. And for sure, you know, maybe not this this year, but for sure, hundred percent. The Mariners with the team we have now, if you keep going and we keep improving and you keep uh, going with the coach actually and uh, I think in maybe one year two years Mariners can win the title you know because the team is young and the play style is very is very, is very good Have you spoken to Tavares since he left? Of course he's in the, he's in the plane now yeah. he's in the plane so I was speaking with him with Wi-Fi because in this yeah. plane he has Wi-Fi so it's very sad and mad to, to, to leave the team because he, he was playing very well and this injury uh, very is, is, is bad for him and he's very sorry and, and sad, you know, but no problem. This is football. Good stuff. Well, we really, we really appreciate you coming tonight. So, thank, thank you. you. very much. Thank you. And hopefully we'll see thank you back you. soon. Thank you very much. Thank you. So, the question is, which club did the Mariners beat in the final of the 2005 pre-season cup? Jimmy's saying something, but I can't hear him. I think it's Glory. I can't remember too well. I think it's Glory, though. Wasn't it on pens? Aaron's wasn't the it, oldest w- one Wasn't here it Newcastle? Was that the game with Durante? Oh, Aaron, that was the first ever game. Oh, okay. Aaron looks like he knows Aaron. the answer. I'm getting on Perth Glory for this one. Yeah, that's what Jimmy said. Yeah, Jimmy said the same thing. I'll go, I'll go Glory, I guess. Jimmy just took a selfie, and I think I look like shit again. <laughs> what do you mean again? I, I always look bad in photos. Show us it. Yeah. Do you want to go with the questions? We've got a, a swap in the commentary box. The full kit wanker is in. In the house. I can't say anything wrong, though, because this is live. It won't be edited. No, he's going to have to edit it. <laughs> Which player... Debuted first for the Central Coast Mariners in the A-League. Which player debuted first for the Central Coast Mariners in the A-League? So we've got A, Greg Owens, B, Sasha Petrovsky, C, Ian McAndrew, D, John Aloisi. Well, Aloisi turns up. I'm pretty sure it's Sash Petrovsky because our first game was Sydney away, season two, and he scored the winner against Sydney. I'm going to say Sash Petrovsky. Can't argue with that because I was no, too young to remember. Neither can I, although I'm just not sure because Ian McAndrew surely uh, came off the bench once in Auckland a very long time ago. Was it the the first year of the A League in Auckland though? No, because Auckland weren't in the first year, were they? You mean New Zealand, not Auckland? <laughs> yeah, no, I can't, can't, can't quite get past Ian McAndrew hmm. alright Jimmy's on Petrovsky I'm sticking to McAndrew I'm sticking to McAndrew I'm not even searching my phone powerful memory I was going to say Owens initially but now I'm convinced slightly more convinced that it's Petrovsky yeah, and it could well be because uh, it was. Uh, all 
seven eight when uh, the great F three derby comeback occurred, wasn't it? Mm. It's yes. not that far into the A League, is it? Aaron's given me the mic and the headphones back for talking to his wife. I think he might be in the doghouse again. I think yeah, I think he'll be sleeping outside tonight. Morrow, will you be sleeping outside tonight, mate? Will I be sleeping outside? Yeah. Again? Again, yeah. I always sleep on my mat. He's got his own little pad in the garage. No, he's been upgraded to the couch. <laughs> Is that right, Aaron? No, I live in the lap of, lap of luxury. There are two leather lounges in our lounge room. I lay on one of them and she lays on the other. Oh, luxury. I don't think the Morrows have heard of beds before. And Jacques Fatih is yawning. He looks tired. I think he's bored. Um, so I think so too, mate. I can't blame him. Now, for Mariners fans, surely everyone remembers where they were on that afternoon at Allianz Stadium. Patrick's, Patrick's Vanswijk and Daniel McQueen with the goals. The southern end of Allianz Stadium. Good times. Laurie McKinnon had his shirt on. Deb O'Neill didn't have a shirt on. Probably a good thing. I think she was a member of Parliament, not for any other reason. Um, so, 2013 Grand Final. We all remember Season 1, Season 3, Season 8. I think I've got that one from my memory. It's one of the worst nights of my life. But this one made us forget all of those ones. So, Former Base 16 member Glenn Lauder. 2013 Mariners Premiership jersey. Is anyone going to give me 50 bucks? Got 50 over here. Is anyone going to give me 60? 300. Is anyone going to give me 310? 310? Got 310 here. 320. The signed grand final jersey went from 50 to 300 in one bid. That's not usually how you do auctions, but I don't, it's, it's for a very good cause, so I'm happy. Is anyone going to give me 315? We're at 310 now. It's going to Beyond Blue. 315. We got 315, we got a bidding more here, 320. 320, 325. That's a lot of money. Especially for a ready signed jersey. We're up to charity function. We're up to 325. Feel like I'm on the block. (laughs) You get a photo with Jacques Fate and feel really white. He's, he's thrown in the picture with the two players. 335. It'll look sensational. Yeah, he's going 335. 340. 340 on you. How good it look in the rumpus room. Yeah, Graham looks sensational. I've got one exactly like it. 340. I've got a signed Stormy Rear jersey from ACL. I paid 340 for that. Worth it, though. Uh, 340. In the uh, current season, I've been uh, checking a few out. Haven't got any uh, player-worn bid shirts yet. Um, but uh, yeah. Speaking of player-worn, did you see uh, Mark Warren has a, is a jersey from the auction? Marcus Warren. Have you bid on, on it yet? On the new auction. I'm, I'm going to bid on it like four days before it ends. I'm thinking it's going to go for at least a grand. It's the most expensive slide. Good sliders, though. Good sliders. 
jersey is about to go for three hundred and fifty dollars. Three fifty-five up here. Three sixty on you guys. Three sixty. Three sixty. Yeah, we got three sixty. Three sixty. Three sixty. This is going off. I think uh, Glenn Lauder should have been a uh, real estate agent in a pre- previous yeah, he's life. He's doing very well here, Glenn. 380, 385, 390. Wow. 390. 390. Now we're getting into it. <laughs> Go the block. He's got 400. Free sliders at 400. How much is old mate in the corner going to stop at? Jesus. Oof. It should, it should be noted this shirt is a small. It's not going to fit on an eight-year-old kid. Knowing that uh, the way that Kappa made their jerseys. How, many, how long are we going to go? Oh, he's putting oh. 500. We've got, a, we've got 500. Oh my god oh. What is going on That is a lot of money $550 We could be here all night at this rate $550 Very good The signed grand final jersey Yes $550, very, very good. So, I've got on with um, Matty Fletcher, who's uh, been kind enough to come down and join us for the trivia night, which is, uh, uh, appreciate that, mate. Um, uh, can you give us an update on how you're um, going at the moment in the squad? I imagine you're training pretty hard, trying to fight your way in. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, it's it's always tough when a new manager comes in. You have to impress, and um, I've had a few injuries. I've currently got a little little niggle as well, which is annoying. But um, no, as you said, I'm working hard. I'm uh, doing all I can in training, and um, hopefully uh, giving the the coach headaches. Uh, when it comes to team selection, so that's my goal um, in the near future is to, yeah, just keep proving and training, and uh, hopefully I get my chance. Make sure you're there when the opportunity arises. As always, we've obviously been through a few personnel with the odd injury so far this season. So I suppose a bit similar to Harry Ashcroft at any moment could yeah. be your opportunity. Got to be ready. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, last season, you know, what happened to Roy? Uh, he was out for a few games. You know, anything like that can happen. So you always got to stay fit and on your toes and. Um, when you do get your chance, uh, you got to take it with um, with open arms and um, make it hard, as I said, for the for the coach to drop you or to um, to leave you out of the squad. For sure. And how how are you enjoying um, Paolo's influence on the squad? Obviously, uh, the player the players that I've spoken with all seem to be pr- pretty happy with uh, the the change of coaching and the direction that Paul's uh, heading. Absolutely. I mean, it was a big uh, big difference to to under our previous previous manager, but um, in a good way. Um, He's, you know, you all know about his he, the way he wants to play football, and um, 
the in training every day it's drilled into us you know and it's the fine details that he keeps going on about um, in training and we execute it in training and practice it and um, it's 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 coming along I think game by game we are getting better we've had a few sort of up and down results but I think towards the end of the season you really start to see uh, it all coming together so I think he's uh, been a really positive influence yep. on, and, uh, on the club and, and that's uh, you, you, from your uh, point of view that's rubbing off on all of the members of the squad so there's a good positive feeling there amongst oh, the squad absolutely, absolutely we come off training you know we, we enjoy coming to training every day um, the way he wants us to play is, uh, is enjoyable training is, is great there's a good uh, competitive feel to it as well which is really important so um, so no yeah I speak on behalf of all the players that we are really enjoying every aspect of his, uh, of, his, of, of his management so far. Mm. All right. Well, um, thanks very much for coming down here. Really appreciate no you uh, supporting our event and everything. And um, good luck with uh, your niggles and uh, you. hope <laughs> to see you get your opportunity soon, mate. Thanks, mate. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks. How many goals have Australia scored at World Cup finals? How many goals have they scored? 1974, was, there was one own goal. So that's one. 06, we scored three against Japan. Four. Didn't score against Brazil, two against Croatia, so that's six. 2010, 2010 we scored against Serbia. Was hmm. that two or one? I think it was one. One against Serbia. That was, that was one, the Holman goal. Was it one, it one against Ghana? The Holman goal? Oh, yeah, the Holman was against Ghana, wasn't it? And Serbia as well. Who was the other, who was the other team in our group in 2010? Germany. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. The one we got smacked 6-0 in the first game. So that's yeah. 8. 2014, there was 2 against the Netherlands. I should know this because I was there. 10. Chile, no goals. Scored. Uh, did we score against Chile? No, I don't think no we, we did. didn't. No, no. And Spain, we didn't score. So it's 10. 10. I did I think I had a stupid feeling it was more than that for some reason, but maybe not. I think you might be right. So we we only, the only time we scored against was Netherlands. It was the Yedinak penalty and Kale screamer. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, was it the Chile game was when Sanchez ripped us apart, wasn't it? Because mm. it was 2-0 and we were looking all right and we could have potentially got back in it, but then they scored late and it was 3-0 and so a 3 0 loss against Chile, then there was the 2 2 against the, ne- the Netherlands. No, 3 no, 2. 3 2. Loss, yeah. I cried when Mille scored the penalty. I would have too if I was there. Freaking hectic. I cried, and then about two minutes later, I was just like, what are we doing? Because we'd already conceded. So we think Australia scored 10 goals at the World Cup. We think. Oh, we know this one. So the question is, which referee handed out three yellow cards to which Croatian player in the 06 World Cup? So it was... It was referee and the player. Gra- it was Graham Pohl, Graham Pohl. against Josip Simunic. Mm. A, f- very a funny story ref- that I've heard uh, that is apparently true is that Graham Pohl was supposed to ref the final of the World Cup. He was scheduled to ref the final of the World Cup, but he was immediately scrapped after he stuffed up here and gave three yellow cards to Josip Simunic in a game against Australia. I do kind of feel bad for him because it's... Um, 
a high pressure very situation. High, yeah, you know, if the crowd gets involved or whatever, you've got to get involved and you forget it's, to mark it's it. It's a very then, basic error, though. Yeah, it is. You've got to know who you've booked. Yeah. I love how our silent auction is all um, beer stained and. What are we up to? Water damaged and. It's a, it's a sign of our professionalism. I think the reason why people aren't beating is because it's near us and they're scared of us. Yeah, are, deaths. We are pretty intimidating, I guess. All right, so Nothing scares me more than a, a, a fisherman full kit wanker. Oh. All the food's coming out now, we're and it like, looks amazing. We're sitting right next to where all the food walks out, and it's making me ridiculously hungry. And it smells amazing. Josh has his food. He's happy. Right now, Fred looks like he's struggling. Are you struggling, Fred? Yeah, I'm having a great time. He's having a great time, but he's struggling. No, it wasn't the question. <laughs> <laughs> Fred is the one-man army. Mel's on her phone, cheating. Uh, 28. <laughs> It's a big no-no. Let's just put it away now. The Jules Wimay trophy. It was stolen. Twice. Who, who is that? Jules Wimay? Yeah, who's uh, he's that? He's the one who started... Um, I think he might have been the one that started the World Cup in South America in 1930 in Uruguay. Mm. Should we get Sean on? He's pretty intense about um, his trivia comp at the moment. Uh, they're leading the comp. We'll grab him after this and we'll throw him some fake answers. I already threw him a fake answer. As What'd you, you say? I told him that Pushkas could be <laughs> was my guest for the 70 World Cup. I love that now. We've had a lot. Fred was Fred was into me before about uh, our failure to answer questions. Right in one of the early rounds there, and uh, which it, one? It reminded well about four or five of them actually, but it reminded me of just how much we've done this club. Yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it's just you know endless statistics and interesting moments and and um, well, even in the supporters club, like uh, like in the supporters group. I mean, that um, you know I was talking about a couple of weeks ago. There's a lot of history there. Yeah, absolutely, and I suppose uh, we uh, this is our opportunity to start freshly um, after uh, last year's wooden spoon, where we can only go in one direction. So anyway, is up. Exactly, exactly. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm all right. You going well? Yes, I am. Thank you. So, what position are you coming in the in the trivia at the moment? Uh, I think I'm teetering around fifth or sixth. That's not too bad, considering you're by yourself, mate. Yes, it's true. I am the one-man army. Is Morrow helping you? or I'm not going to divulge my sources. <laughs> that enough. would be cheating. Well, his wife's doing quite well. She's second or third, well, isn't she? Well, she is cheating. She is cheating, yes. <laughs> um, now, you contact us weekly and give us questions. Yes. What enjoyment do you get out of that? Um, well, I like the insight into the club. Obviously, I'm only a new member. Um, I've only been on the Central Coast for three years now, and the moment I moved up, I latched on to the, to the Mariners, and when you guys started doing the podcast, I was just like, because I'm, I'm a big podcast listener, so I just wanted something, and I found something that was local to me, and uh, I decided that, you know, I want to help out, you know, and it's a little question every week, which... Well, honestly, we do appreciate your questions, because it gives us something to talk about, doesn't it, Luke? It does. <laughs> so, um... You know, 
I would like more people to listen, uh, more people that listen to write in as well, like Fred's questions. It gives us a talking point each week. Saves me from doing some research. <laughs> well, obviously now my wife is a, a, a Mariners member, so she's gone all in and she's gone crazy. Um, like, I've never seen anyone latch on to anything like this this quickly. Um, she's always liked football and she's yep. always watched World Cups and stuff like that whenever it was on TV. But um, now she's really latched on with uh, with the football and the Mariners. So she's also going to start. She's not going to be a regular, but when she wanted to know something about the, the history of the Yellow Army, she was very much, you know, I'm yeah. going to send that in because I want to know. No, I, I, honestly, I love it. And then, I've spoken to the other guys, they love it too, so... If there's anyone else out there listening to this, write in, just like Fred does every week. Give us something to talk about. We'll try and answer it. And I, I totally, just to, to, to reiterate those sentiments, it's, it's as a simple little question that you can, that can ask. It could be anything. You know, I try and make them serious, but they can be silly ones. Um, and it, it gives you the benefit of getting insight from people that love this club and... The, the the people that the guys interview every week is you know you you are getting it from the source so it's not from other media outlets or anything like that so it's from the source and that's what I I like so much because we get that direct connection to the club we're not so much a voice for the club but we would do our best to give a balanced view and balanced answer from the club yeah. and, like, and and I that's why I enjoy it because you listen to the other uh, podcasts and they're very either pro us or against us you know yeah. and that's consistent across all of the other podcasts I listen to but I don't know it's just, this one seems more personal to me in particular because there is that direct connection to the club and we can get it from the source so it's right you know and if more people well I'm doing my part in terms of trying to share it to as many people. If more people listened to the podcast, then you'll get less people saying silly things. I know. It, it, does that drive you nuts, seeing that? It does, and I've actually blocked a few people <laughs> and stopped, turned off notifications from a few people yep. on part of that group because I just can't deal with it anymore because of just their inane drivel that they constantly feel the need to, to spew out now your job and my wife said this so I'm reiterating what she said our only job is to support the club yeah. that is our sole purpose so the negativity yes it can be there because you're a fan you know you're a supporter it has to be there it's the good with the bad but your job is to support the club it's Sean's job to be the CEO it's Tyson's job to be the media manager not you, you know? yeah. so it's, it's stuff like that that really just drives me insane but yeah so I'm loving it I love you guys it makes my M1 commute and, a giggle and fest and you're not blowing smoke up our ass no, no 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 this is 100% and this was when it was the Yellow Army podcast as well um the previous iteration, it was it was the same sentiment. Yeah, I wasn't as active, but I still listened. I, I still had to have my direct connection with the club. So, yeah. Are you enjoying the event? Yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, and uh, I, we have a uh, Michael Griffiths. I think it was five hundred and fifty dollars for the shirt That's before. It. Never seen something escalate so quickly. 
it's fantastic. I couldn't believe it. It went from 50 it. bucks to like $400 right. in a matter of minutes. And yeah. I was just like, okay, that's cool. I like it. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll play my part for tonight. Yeah. You know, but it's it's super cool. I, I, hopefully there's more of them and bring the other half as well. <laughs> She'll enjoy it. So we'll be in the bay next week or...? That's against Brisbane, Brisbane at, home. at home. We'll 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 probably sit in Bay seventeen because okay. I'll have my five year old with me. So bring them in. No, I'm not I've had my niece. My, I'm I've not had my niece bring and my five year old as much as I love Pete. I've had and my Eggie. niece and nephew on my <laughs> shoulders while playing the drum and jumping on a chair. No, I I I don't think Soph's ready for it. Okay. Beck though, my wife will go all in. I'll send her over. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Sounds good. But uh, yes, of course, we'll be there. But And I, I think I'm bringing a couple of ring-ins as well. So. All right. No worries. Yeah. Right, I look forward to hearing you uh, from you on the on the messenger, how you send your questions. Well, I'm excited for this weekend because I, I think we have another positive chance to to, to get something. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I still haven't finished listening to the podcast, so... Yeah. Don't, no oh, you spoilers. haven't finished listening to it No, yet? no, no. We've still got another uh, right. 20 minutes to, to listen to tomorrow morning in the car. Okay. So, uh, yeah. It's a pretty boring 20 minutes. I, I stuff up as well, so I don't know if people will realise or not, but if there's any major stuff ups, I tend to put them after the um, the credits. The credits. And that was the, the history thing last week. I was yeah. Just like, I was just like, where did, why is it? Oh, there's more. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I usually do that. I used to put funny noises but that like Morrow created. at the end, especially with the... The other one. There was always that. There was. Um, we we're talking to Sean this week, and um, I had a couple of questions come to mind, and um, he kept talking and talking, and then by the time it got back to me, I was blank. And then there's a bit later on, we're doing stupid things on Facebook, and um, I was about to say something I couldn't remember what I was going to say. So there's like an awkward ten second gap between these, between uh, me being silent and these guys just. Laughing their ass off at me. Yeah, well, that, that it was, happens. It was very amusing. It was very amusing. Oh, well, thanks for joining us this week, Fred. You're welcome, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you. My burger was uh, very, very good. I feel guilty What'd for you eating have? it. The uh, T Mac burger here at Sidelines. It is a Big Mac style burger with the oh, same really? sort of sauce. I did not know that existed. And it's way better than a Big Mac because it's huge. The burger is huge. for six points. Name the six British Nottingham, Nottingham Forest. To win the European Cup or the Champions League. Celtic. So obviously it was the United, Liverpool, Chelsea. Chelsea. What's that? Notts Forest, Celtic. United, Chelsea. Liverpool, Liverpool that's five. Uh, Aston Villa? Yes. Yep. Six. Yep. Good job.
400 from the tickets. We've got five, uh, 500 from the jersey, 450 jersey, something like that. We're up to about 1,000. Uh, we got 50 from Jesse for the massage. He's happy with that. We got 568 for everyone turning uh, 580 or something from everyone turning up. That's over 1,500. Troy is donating 20% of everything that's been spent tonight. That is huge and sidelines. I'm reasonably confident that we have raised well over 2,000. East Coast Football Club's paying another 200. Let's say, let's say around about $3,000 has been raised for the operation. Just a casual $3,000. How's that? Thank you very much. We also need to thank Taylor, Jamie, Boys in the Kitchen. Sam is the best PowerPoint operator on the Central Coast. Phil and the boys from the podcast for coming up with the idea. Troy has been unbelievable. He's got all the teams together. He's donated 20% of his bar. He has given up a Christmas party here tonight to have this instead. Congratulations to Troy and thank you so much for making Stride on for you today. And if anyone's interested, the final trivia night of the year, which is not just football, it's all sport, December 19, Monday night. Hopefully see you all there. Uh, good luck to the Mariners in Hamilton this weekend. And uh, thanks very much. Alright, the night is done. Very good night. Raised about just over two grand for Beyond Blue, oh, yeah, which is very, about two grand, yeah. very good. Uh, thank you again so much to Troy. Thank you to East Gosford Thai Massage. Thank you to the Mariners. Thank you to everyone that showed up. Yep. Um, Steph Atzerovsky, I'll, I'll get his name right on, on Tuesday. And thank you to Michael Griffiths as well. He bought the jersey. Just absolutely incredible. I can't believe how much money we raised. I know. I, I'm very surprised at how much we got, but I'm, I'm really happy about how much money we got. Yeah. I had a good night. Did you have a good night? Absolutely. Very we good didn't, night. We weren't even competing. Did you have a good night? Had a great night. That's good. Very good. What team were you in, sorry? Pardon? Um, Bling FC. How'd you go? Fifth. Ninth to fifth. That's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, thank you very much for showing up. Thank you for coming. Um, yeah, I can't... I s- I, yeah, kind of speechless, to be honest. I know, I'm, I'm glad that you came up with this idea. Very, very good cause as well. Such a worthy cause, too. Yeah, yeah. Exa- absolutely. Well, I uh, get the thoughts of Aaron and Luke. I'll just come over here. What do you think of the night, Aaron? Excellent. Very successful, surely, too. We, uh... We had a good roll-up. Um, everyone seemed to be having a great time. and um, Full house. Yeah, the, the level of cheer for the win. I tell you what, was this a professional league? I think they were uh, what you would call regulars in yeah. the trivia world. Yeah, and they were good um, too. And yeah, it was very good. Mel, uh, just Mel, would uh, want me to note that she finished... Uh, uh, certainly in the first half of the table, and not only did she finish in the first half of the table, but she uh, she did that without uh, answering any questions Are in the picture round. You were helping out, mate. You were helping out. Oh, I've got Troy with us, owner of Sidelines. 
You happy with the night, mate? Mate, what a fantastic night. I think the public, the crowd and all our general soccer-loving fans turned out. And, uh, you know, hats off, everyone. We put away $3,000 for Beyond Blue. $3,000? $3,000. I think Glenn tallied it up about. So, uh, yeah, we've still got the final tally. I think there might be a bit more in there. I honestly can't thank you enough. I really do appreciate it. I got a bit emotional, actually. All this shit. It's just incredible. I can't believe it. My pleasure, man. That's what we're about here at Sidelines. It's all about the community and the sport. And as we saw tonight, we had all walks of life, from European soccer to Scottish supporters. I mean, even even a local guy. So, you know, it just shows you how strong our game is and, you know, the passion and love's there. And there's nothing better than getting everyone to rally behind something worthwhile. It was very nice to see how much Beyond Blue mean to people. People know what Beyond Blue is and they wanted to be really nice and donate. Mate, it's massive. If you look at the statistics on the Central Coast, you know, depression, you suicide, it's it's massive. It's too high, way so, too I mean, high. You know, we can, everyone can just do that little bit more. Everyone's got to reach out. If they, you know, there's always someone to talk to. Uh, and, you know, that's what people need to know, that there's always someone there that they can talk to. So tonight's just another opportunity for us to, you know, put our community hat on and, you know, do our bit. So we'll do it again next year? Sounds good, mate. Let's make this Absolutely. a yearly thing and make it bigger and bigger. Sounds good to me. All right. Sounds good. I think we've got to wrap up now. So thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you on Tuesday. Well, you'll hear us on Tuesday. Thanks again. Bye. Sidelines out. Bye. You won't get a response from Luke. Luke, say goodbye. I'll say bye this time. Bye. No, you don't need this disease. Not right now. going? No, we're not going. We're still on the same track. Jimmy, we stuffed it. <laughs>